Hello, Namaste. Welcome to Pod Legalis Presents Working Talks. Here we get into conversation with practicing advocates and industry experts and try to present their point of view on various social, legal, and uh, affairs in the digital era. Today we have advocate Arunthi Gupta with us. She's an alumnus of Amity Law School, Delhi. And she's currently working as a lead intellectual property and media practice at Arena's Law Firm. Thank you so much, ma'am, for joining us. Thank you, Pragya. Thank you for inviting me over. Uh, so, ma'am, uh, the world has witnessed the emergence of anti-encryption legislations. which are causing concern among those who value their privacy and desire uninhibited communication the most recent ancient making its debut in the field is the government of india which has undertaken the task of dictating to the companies how their privacy policies must be structured and what consequences should follow in the events of non compliance To start the conversation, can you please elaborate for our listeners that what are these privacy policies? So, uh, you know, actually, uh, yeah, because uh, we we live in a country, uh, and you know, actually, even at world at large, privacy is valued a lot. पोर्टल it could be a social media platform it could be any website for that matter somebody who enters somebody else's domain does disclose their own information right 
so when those are disclosed uh, there are certain policies there are certain regulations that are to be adhered to and and every person who enters that portal is has a certain right to know how these information that is you know disclosing from he or she is disclosing from their end how is that going to be used right so uh, you can say it is a form of uh, you know agreement or a faith that we uh, faith and uh, 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 sort of agreement that is entered into on the basis of faith that right the policies uh, the the privacy uh, the information that i am disbursing from my end is not going to be misused or is going to be used for certain uh, purposes that are enumerated by the website or the portals that i just said that we enter into so these policies are a form of a, a document that actually uh, lets the uh, the user or the entrant uh, you know to get to know that for what particular purposes the information that is being uh, disclosed will be used right so this is the particular reason uh, you know why the privacy policies are very important uh, to be you know be in place and they are supposed to be informed you know prior to the usage of the information these are actually the privacy policies so just to summarize privacy policies are agreements um regarding uh, the data of the uh, entrants of the websites or portals uh, which reflect what data why their data is being taken and for what purpose their data is being taken moving ahead the indian government recently notified absolutely absolutely uh so moving ahead the indian government recently notified new rules on how digital and social media platforms should operate in the country the information technology rules 2021 tweaks protection available to social media and ott companies and expand their compliance obligations the electronics and it minister ravi shankar prasad by announcing this uh, these rules said and i quote it's a soft touch oversight mechanism what are your views on the same so um actually what happens uh, you know uh, honestly if i start from the beginning i would say uh, the an oversight mechanism has been uh, much of a requirement of late uh, i definitely understand there is a uh, upheaval amongst the users or the you know the uh, ins that uh, have, have basically that are running these portals or the social media platforms but yes a regulatory mechanism was much required and it is uh, you know uh, without taking any sides i would say it was one of the need of the r moving on when we talk about uh, the intermediary and digital media exposed rules right that is what particularly we were talking about when we talk about this these rules they have certain uh, clauses uh which requires an intermediary to publish their privacy policies or rules and regulations prominently right either on the application or or on their websites or both for that matter right so earlier even uh, if the uh, these intermediaries or these portals that, that we are talking about right now they were doing this as a matter of practice i would say 
there is right now a particular now there is a particular law that's being brought into place which makes it legally incumbent upon them to uh, you know bring these policies right and to display them prominently so yes to an extent i would say that something that was you know a free uh regulate there was no regulatory mechanism earlier in place and it was like a free thing that you know a free structure or a practice that these uh, intermediaries or the social media platforms were following uh you know out of their own sweet will or as a matter of industrial practice it has become a more of a mechanism which is being uh, regulated now so i wouldn't go into whether it's a soft touch mechanism or not it might just seem like a harsh reality that these people have to face but yes uh the mechanism was much required so i agree actually that we need a proper mechanism and regulatory system for uh, social media platforms and ott platforms um however udbhav tiwari uh, who is a public policy advisor at mozilla said and i quote these rules will harm end to end encryption substantially increase surveillance promote automated filtering and prompt a fragmentation of the internet that would harm users while failing to empower indians what are your views on this so uh see like i just said that all your these these platforms and these intermediaries that were using that were having policies out of their own free will and uh, would now be you know um legally bound to comply with a particular mechanism and rules uh definitely this is uh, uh going to cause some harm to the people and to the uh, you know these companies or these platforms definitely there is a certain harm that's going to be caused yes if we uh, if we move on and talk about end to end encryption so what happens is these rules are actually implying the fact that you know uh, since uh, they have to enable the tracing of first originator of the message or you know they have to develop certain automated tools to you know weed out certain uh, you know uh, content of a particular nature uh, suppose if it's a, a nature of the uh, content nature of content is sexual in nature or it's obscene in nature i would say they have to be uh, you know weeded out right so of course when such weeding happens or when such uh, tracing of originator of messages happens yes the end to end encryption does become a little uh, you know uh, difficult to adhere to but yes what uh, if uh, the need of the r is such that you know you really need to have such mechanisms in place see so uh, per se the government is not asking you to start weeding it out you know um uh, such contents or the originators of messages from day one right they are asking you to keep a record of such things and probably not leak it out to the public till the time the government wants to take hold of such matter right so if you i understand that you know once you give somebody such uh, data you know a hold of such data uh, it does become you know risky i would say कि उनको डेटा दे तो दिया है वॉट इफ दे मिस यूज राइट आई अंडरस्टैंड दैट बट देन यू नो वी से समटाइम्स वी हैव टू डू थिंग्स टू सेव योर सेल्फ फ्रॉम द ग्रेटर इवल 
so right you know when such messages of late we have seen that you know messages or you know spreading of such messages or information has caused a lot of harm uh, to public peace so in such situations calling for such mechanisms also does become a little uh, you know uh, a bit of a requirement so yes the end to end encryption will get hampered to an extent because uh, tracing of a first originator will uh, require you know reading into the messages and reading them but then definitely that's required for now so uh, i partially agree with mr tiwari when he says that public pol- uh, that uh, you know the uh, surveillance will increase but that's only surveillance that uh, you're only overlooking it you're not probably acting on it or leaking out on such information that's when the systems become more intact or in place ma'am since we are discussing end to end encryption and surveillance which um is to certain extent intrusion in the privacy honorable supreme court in the putthaswami judgment held that fundamental right to privacy is subjected to three conditions which includes procedure established by law necessity and proportionality so can we say that these rules fulfill these criteria so uh like i said uh, necessity is the biggest biggest uh, you know one of the uh, reasons why such policies or what such rules have come into place so um however do i go into the proportionality i would say that yes right uh, uh, privacy these rules might not be as proportional to as the need is but then uh, sometimes we 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 become a stricter so that the in the house in in the house parents are more strict towards the child that's the naughtiest right so if the evil that's that that's uh, probably posing a threat to us or the security or the public or public peace is such in nature that a stricter mechanism has to be brought into place definitely that becomes a necessity right moving on to whether or not the procedure established by law um that's something i would uh, uh, you know i would say that um since the uh, the government has certain uh, powers to you know uh, to enforce rules when it comes to uh, public peace uh, you know um, no harm is to be caused to uh, you know public and there has to be you know um, uh, i would say uh, if there is an uh, if there is uh, you know certain uh, privacy that's not being harmed then i would say that it's not something that's against the law right and a proper enforcement mechanism for rules has has been in place the uh, intermediaries were given enough time to bring in these policies into action probably it was taken lightly initially because in india we do not have a lot of uh, you know stricter mechanism when it came to these policies and everything else so uh, yes probably it was taken lightly and it was not foreseeable that you know ki it may extend till the government is going to become strict 
right so there is existence of law when it comes when we when we're talking about the legality of these principles principle of these uh, rules there is existence of law there is a certain mechanism that is by which it was being enforced uh, the mere fact that the intermediaries did not comply with these in the first place and then it became you know, a whole another upheaval in the society it became that that is when it became a little difficult again i would say whenever there is a compelling state interest at stake the government will have to switch to you know harsher mechanisms for sure uh, simmering down the voices of people who are uh, trying to seek justice or trying to bring into light uh, uh, the the loopholes or probably the injustice that's happening in the society is not something that can be um, that that can be uh, you know put at stake as well so that has to be in picture the public will have to be given a uh, uh, you know the right to voice their concerns or the uh, uh, the, the critic should be allowed to voice their concerns or their critical comments definitely that should be allowed that is something that the government cannot by any sort of mechanism you know that right they can take it away from the public as well so ma'am you said that uh, being stuck, it is a need of the hour that the government should uh, take up a stricter approach which has been empowered to them also under section 59a uh, clause 2 um, wherein the central government uh, can prescribe procedures to block access however can determination of the first originator of the information in india on end to end encrypted platforms is it not access to that power vested in the central government under law see uh that i would i would definitely agree with you that is an uh, that is a form of access power that government is trying to exercise but like i said that if it is for the greater good right if it is for something that is uh, you know um, uh, a more a greater evil evil that is going to be met uh, with or it's going to be dealt with with such a mechanism it's not really a big problem but then again i would say that it really is a thing that is for us to see that is for us to assess that how how much or i would say to what extent the government is going to exercise this power we cannot exercise it you know on every second messages or or any second information that is being broadcasted over internet i think that becomes uh, you know humanly impossible because there are lacks i would say uh, that is still a small number if i say lacks those messages are being circulated every second right so uh, to be able to monitor each of them is is definitely an impossibility that if the government is thinking that they can do it they will be able to do it no that's not possible however if in case of a certain message or a certain information or a certain picture video anything of that matter information that's being broadcasted or being circulated to public at large again for in cases of compelling state interest exercising this power to uh, look up the first originator of message is something that i would not say is wrong right this is my whole point here that why 
the minute uh, the government says that it has the power to see uh, you know oversee messages or be able to you know figure out who the first originator of message is why does it cause such a huge concern amongst all of us when the government is saying that it's only going to be exercised in case of compelling state interest that's what your putta swami judgment also says right that in cases of compelling state interest yes you might be able to exercise you know the excess of your power so you know it is only in certain situations that it's going to happen that's what that's how i see it uh, however it's completely on the government to still you know uh, probably bring clarification into uh in in amongst the masses regarding the exercise of such powers i completely agree with you that um, the rules explicitly mention the situations in which uh the uh, data is going to be traced to the first originator of the information however right. it has been argued that traceability of this data while its data minimization principles which has uh, which basically dictates that online service should only collect and store user data that is essential to provide its service in order to minimize the risk of unauthorized entities accessing that data so what happens to this principle of data minimization when we store all the data to uh, trace back the first originator so what i'm saying here is that see first of all data minimization is a principle that exists under gdpr right if i'm not wrong uh, general data protection regulation is a european uh, legislation or european uh, i would say principles that are established for their data protection and definitely uh, it is a lot of inspiration that the in, uh, the indian uh, regulations have taken from gdpr gdpr before implementing their own uh rules so when we talk about data minimization it is actually if if i go by the principle you know a verbatim it states that the data collected and processed should not be held or further used right unless this is essential for reasons that were clearly stated in advance to support data privacy right i understand that certain support to data privacy has to go and uh, the minute we say we are going to uh, store in your information first of all the rules do specify a time limit for storing such information right so beyond that the information will not be saved right so if it if the data is is likely to cause mischief it will cause that mischief within that stipulated period of time and if it doesn't the data will be uh, you know released from the uh, by the intermediaries moving on it says that the uh, reasons for holding of such data should be informed in advance right so these rules uh, will have to uh, will have to be complied with and the policies of all the intermediary platforms have to be changed the officers that the policy the rules require they have to be in place everybody and every has to be in place so that any of the users who are using these platforms would want to know in advance kit bhai theek hai my information might be held uh, by you know by the by this platform for certain number of days and you know if not found mysterious is going to be released 
so this is all that i'm trying to say is that you know for say the even if the police if even if these rules these regulations are seeming that you know they are going to cause harm to us what i am trying to say is that it it is going to cause harm only if the information that's out in the public is going to cause greater harm even though it is very clear which side is heavier just for the sake of conclusion um in your view which side is heavier if we put a right to privacy and security of the state uh, on our weighing balance what i would say is that like you just said even though it's clear uh privacy of one can be put at stake when it's about the security of the state because state when we talk about state per state i am not taking just the government into picture i'm taking the larger interest to public also into picture however the interest of state the greater or the interest of public i i think they are they are not different from any anybody anything else however a lot a lot is yet to be seen of how the government is going to exercise its powers so i'm not going to take any particular side i would say but then yes i would say that uh, if a bit of you know if i have to sacrifice a bit for the interest of other 100 people or you know 500 or 1000 people yes i would be able to do it but of course if even one person is being wrongly held or his information is being wrongly leaked that too is going to be a liability of the state that is the responsibility of the state to not let that happen very true thank you so much ma'am for this interesting discussion uh, we always ask our speakers to guide budding lawyers and law students on how we can upskill ourselves and improve with the changing digital times so the changing digital times are uh, uh, i would say getting fast yaar actually but so this is what is happening with us also every day there's something new there's some new idea in the market so uh, to be in pace with them i would still go back to my you know old school style and i would say that read more be more active you know because nothing nothing in this world will be able to beat knowledge and your skills so with knowledge with awareness with more inclusion uh, you know into the going on trends nothing's going to keep you behind right so with time with your reading with your knowledge you will have to evolve and every day when you evolve uh you learn more you grow and you become better other than that uh that's one thing that i wanted that i would really really want to highlight for all the budding lawyers is that be very patient i see a lot i see most of the kids be lacking this is that they don't have patience with your skills with your knowledge with your hard work the legal field will call in for certain gestation of period right so with that gestation uh you have to have to trust yourself you have to have faith in your skills in your work in your knowledge and keep working 
keep working keep changing keep evolving keep learning and yes when you know there'll be a time when you grow and when you improve ma'am honestly i have noticed this um one thing common in all our suggestions especially in this season is that staying uh, relevant keeping yourself updated and informed and reading more about uh, recent changes has been the constant advice from all the speakers and it is actually true i know but this has been the constant advice which seems to be pretty easy but it is difficult being updated and you know keeping our morals high and always juggling towards keeping ourselves updated with new information is at times overwhelming and so uh, uh, so you know there's one thing that i would say and that is that uh, if you feel it's less overwhelming for people who are uh, working see you, you uh, there are a lot of students out there i understand it's overwhelming when i started it was as overwhelming for me as well and uh, trust me uh, all these years later it still is that overwhelming right you no know, it it hasn't become easier and it never will is just that you become quicker in learning the facts you become better at grasping things and uh, you know uh, you become much much better in producing your work right so and that is what i always say that all of these things take time it's not a matter of one day hard work two days hard work or a year or a hard work right and there is only one thing that will uh, that nobody will ever be able to beat is your hard work your sincerity and your morals and uh, there will be a lot of time that, that they will be put to test and yes there's, there's it's not going to be easy so like oh, i usually say no it's life and it's not easy there is no shortcut to success very and it's life no it's never easy actually i agree there is no shortcut uh, shortcut and hard work is the uh, hard work perseverance and having faith on our own selves will lead us to the future ahead definitely thank you so much ma'am it was a really insightful conversation and i actually learned a lot today so it was very interesting and insightful thank you so much for joining us today so thank you pragya thank you uh, the team uh, for inviting me over and uh, i really hope we have a few more discussions uh, you know sometime later as well and probably in person definitely i i hope so too and for our listeners thank you so much for joining us today we'll be back soon again next week till then stay safe keep hustling